Hello everyone, my name is Samuel Intiri and you welcome to this and that. This and that is a podcast that gives us the platform to talk about everything that life presents at us. On today's episode, I had a very honorable chance and platform and privilege to interview a very good friend of mine. She's intelligent. In the person of Michaela Tete, we spoke about a whole lot running from her personal life through to women empowerment. I really had fun doing this. And for the record, she is the first guest on this podcast. I reserved the right for her. I really had fun doing this and I hope you have fun listening to it as well. You're listening to this and that. Man, what's up? On today's episode, it's going to be very great. This and that promises to always educate and entertain you. And on today's episode, I have this special and intelligent lady I'm going to have a conversation with. We're going to talk about a lot. And I mean a lot. Just stay logged in and enjoy today's episode of this and that. Now, wherever you are joining me, as I bring on board Miss Michaela Tete. Whoa, this is a very good place to clap our hands, man. Yeah, so Miss Michaela, what's up? How are you doing? Hi, Samuel. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very good as well. Man, we are very excited and grateful for, for you to be on this podcast, man. It's been a journey, but by God's grace, we are here. I'm very excited for you to accept this very invitation. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So first off, I want you to and briefly introduce yourself, who Michaela is, and the little things you do, you tell us about it, so that for those of us who are first-time listeners, we know who Michaela is. Okay. So my name is Michaela Tete. I am currently a national service personnel, working as a clinical biochemist at IMA. And um, my role is to perform different lab related tests on people on humans and so we do um hematological tests biochemistry biochemistry tests immunological tests uh, microbiological tests and so many tests and so if you're feeling unwell or um, even when you are well right and you want to have a health checkup um you come to the hospital a laboratory scientist takes care of you and so that's what i do um aside my professional work um, I serve on the Yielding Accomplished African Women, YRW Board, as the community co-lead. And so YRW is an organization that empowers women to um, um, work harder and then achieve their goals. And so we train women interested in finance, in tech, and in entrepreneurship. And so people from uh, women with different um, interests, right, come together and then we help groom them to be um, um, a fit, we call it a fit, uh, we, we say a fit lady. And so a fit stands for fearless, inspired and transformed lady. And so that's a um, little about me. Wow. The first part you said the blah, 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 biology, you know, it sounds a lot and I have no idea what you're talking about. But I'm very grateful to have you on this podcast. And we know you are doing great things for yourself. So you are speaking about women empowerment and a fit lady, and wow, that really speaks a lot about who our guest is for this very episode. She's very intelligent and more into the topic we're going to talk about. So today, we're going to talk about women 
empowerment. Or should I say ladies' empowerment? Michaela, what is the best term for me to use? Women empowerment. <laughs> so, yeah. can you draw the line between women, lady, girl? Like, sometimes we use it interchangeably, but can you really draw the lines for us? Um, I think the general idea is that a girl is, is someone less than 16 or so, and um, 16 to about um, 20 something is a lady, and then, but generally, we are women, right? We are females, but. Um, I think in the in the cultural sense, a woman is an older person is described as a woman. A younger lady or a younger woman or f younger female is described as a lady, and then um, the youngest of them all is described as a girl. Wow, interesting! Wow, wow, very interesting. So, women empowerment—that's what we're going to talk about today. So, first of all, let me ask: Is this topic even necessary? Women empowerment. Doesn't it sound like something being, you know, you are pinpointing to be selecting with women, women empowerment. How important is this subject? Well, yes, definitely. Women empowerment is very, very important because, you know, we've moved from one era to the other. And so in the pre-empowerment pre days, we had women considered as just house helps or as just man or men helps. But then we are trying to identify ourselves as whole, as whole human beings. And so we are not just helps, but then we are capable of doing things on our own. And um, we are capable of also aiding in the advancement of the world and um, our society. And so that is why this, this topic or this agenda is very important. Wow, very much interesting. So when we say women empowerment, what are some of the sectors that women empowerment sees to touch on and improve on about the general lady. Okay, and so um, some areas include um, our financial status. And so I'm sure you've heard this a lot. And so when you follow these, especially as celebrities, for example, um, we hear that women are not paid um, as much as their male counterparts doing the same job. Are. And so one area women empowerment is trying to tackle is the financial status, given that example. And so we want to make sure that the fact that we do the same job means we deserve the same or equal pay. And so we want to fight for that. We also want to um, work on um, our professional growth. And so you hear that people say, oh, you're a woman, you can't be an engineer or you're a woman. And so you can't be a top executive because it involves um, decision making. It involves... Um, working very hard, late night calls, late night works. Yes, we're trying to prove to them that we're also capable of doing these things and um, education-wise. Gone were the days where we had no female computer scientists, but then thanks to people like um, the women from NASA, I don't know if you've watched the movie Hidden Figures, I would suggest okay. everyone goes to watch that. It's a great movie. We get to learn how women like Mary, Do Mary, is it Dohan? Um, and Jackson, and then the other ladies, Dorothy Jackson, and then Mary helped um, NASA put um, 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 a craft in space. And so, um, yeah, basically finance, um, career, um, personal development in every area. Yeah. Wow, very interesting. So my next question would be, are women generally less than men? Are they less human than men? Because there's this narrative out there that seems to undermine women. Are women really less than men? And so first, I'll take it in the layman sense. And so 
generally um in in, in the world's population right uh, males right. are actually more than females right males are more than females when you look at the um, census recorded um, for the whole world and even in ghana but then the difference is just by a tiny bit and so if you have 15 million females we have 15.42 million males in the world but then taking it in a, in, in in the other sense um, in the sense of um, are females less important in value than males i would say no no god did not say um let us have males in our in our own image he says let us have humans or these creatures are made in my own image and so that means that men are equally important and of high value women are also of high value wow very very interesting so if that is the narrative if women are as valuable as men what has the history been like the journey so far for a general lady and for the lady that came before the pre-empowerment age as you said what were some of their struggles what were some of the things they had to go through politically, um, economically, and even in their marriage life, what were some of the challenges that the ladies or the women before the pre-empowerment age had to really go through? Mm. So, um, as I said before, um, women were, um, prior to all of this, they were considered house helps or male helps. And so you see that we, even in our normal Ghanaian cultural sense, they say, um, 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 Obadie, Nejima, um, kitchen. Uh-huh. And so we're seen to be just for the house, cater for the children, for the males. And so you rarely see women out there in suits, sitting in offices. Um, but then, thanks be to God, now we have that. And so even in the, even in the Islamic world, so um, our, um, Pakistan and the Arabian and other Western countries, um, even the story of um, Malala, I don't know if you've heard of Malala. She's um, no. um, a Nobel Peace Prize um, receiver. And so Malala, when she was a little, she's a lady, right? You, you savage or so, Malala. Let's just use her first name so I don't mispronounce her last name. or something. Yes, yes. So Malala, when she was a little girl in her country, I think she's part, she's, she's from one of those stand countries you know those Pakistan, pakistan mm -hmm. you know, those like those one of those stand countries right and so in, <laughs> in her country um, women are not allowed to go to school women are not allowed to work they only stay home and take care of the kids and so she saw that and her dad was a teacher and so her dad used to teach her at home right what <laughs> he used to teach the others and so she she was she was gaining the knowledge she was gaining exposure and she realized from that tender age that it was important for females to be educated and so she had a blog online and she used to write about all these why females should be allowed females should be allowed to go to school while why females should be educated and it became a very big issue to the extent that um there was this group i think I, i've forgotten what they are called they actually tried they targeted her and tried to kill her and actually shot her one time in the bus. Wow. Yes. To the extent that Queen Elizabeth had to take her in, in UK, they took care of her, and by God's grace, she, she's not dead, she's well. And that has helped, she, she's been, through her experience, right, she's gained the platform, and she's speaking to others, encouraging women to fight for their rights, to actually educate themselves. And so you see the struggle that people have faced all these years, and then, by God's grace, 
do enlightenment, do exposure, do we understanding more about ourselves, right? We are coming out and we are speaking out, fighting for ways to be, um, to be seated at the table, to be part of decision-making, to be part of, um, um, to be able to contribute to finances when it comes to our home, when it comes to um, any other thing, to be able to actually do what we love and not be limited. Wow, wow. So my next one would be, how different is women empowerment from the popular term we all know as feminism or to be a feminist? How different is women empowerment from feminism? Mm, okay, so um, I think they, they seek to do the same thing, is um, to do a similar thing. All they seek to do, both groups or both agendas, is to raise up women or to um, help um, women rise, to empower women help them be able to project their voice and then liberate themselves from any form of limitation. I don't know much about feminism because I, I, re I really haven't looked into that area, but I know that they both seek to do the same thing. And I hear people calling themselves feminists, feminists, feminists. And um, I think one time, one of my bosses said to me, he said, there's a difference between equality and equity. And so I think one seeks to achieve both and the other seeks to achieve just equality. Drawing the lines, equality and equity, which one does women empowerment seek to really achieve and what do we really need? And how different are these words, equity and then equality? So let me just read something here. So equality generally refers to equal opportunity and the same levels of support for all segments of society. And so in this case, when we have like a ladder, right, or we have, we have a fence and we all want to look beyond the fence. And so what we are going to say is that the fact that you are a male doesn't mean that you get a longer ladder to help you look beyond the fence. All we are saying is that for equality, both the males and the females should get the same length of the ladder to help them look beyond the fence. But equity goes a step further and refers to offering varying levels of support depending upon the need to achieve greater fairness of outcomes and so with equity instead of maybe you know as i gave example the the ladder being the same length with equity it's more like okay okay maybe you are tall i am medium height and so give me a ladder that would project my height to the same length as yours even though you don't need a ladder, and then the other person, a higher ladder to get us all at the same point. Okay, wow. Very much explained. So, pursuing women in education, women in politics, and all of these things, the empowered women, what are some of the opportunities that, really are, that are really much available to the women as compared to the men? Because we all seek to do something with our lives. So, if a woman is empowered. What are some of the opportunities that they have, even in the job market? Well, the good thing about this whole agenda is that everything is opened up to all women. It all depends on your passion and your area. And so now, if you're a lady and you want to be an engineer, there's an opportunity to be an engineer. If you want to be a banker or a financial analyst, there's that opportunity for you. If you want to be a surgeon, an optometrist, a chemist, if you want to be a pilot even a pilot you know many years ago we had no female pilots but 
now we do have female pilots you know so now there's every every opportunity is opened up to you you just need to identify what you want and then work hard towards it men men are also open to all these same opportunities once again it's all up to what you want and then you work hard to get it wow very much interesting so if this agenda agents as we may want to say some men feel threatened by women being empower, empowered so what are some of the dangers that a lady face or a woman faces in this modern day life what are some of the dangers of being a woman in our current generation looking at women being empowered and all of those things what are some of the dangers that you face at being a woman dangers we face ooh. and so and bullying and this morning i watched a video of emma watson um I don't know if you know Emma Watson, but then she was the lady in Harry Potter. If you've watched Harry Potter, I noticed that the main character, Harry Potter, he had a male best friend and a female best friend. And so that little girl, his female best friend, real name in, in, in real life, her name is Emma Watson. So she's grown up um, and then to call herself now a feminist, right? And so she was talking about how um, now that she's pursuing the this whole women empowerment thing. People see her as more aggressive. People see her as not attractive because she's fighting to get the same thing that um, men are fighting for, you know? And so, um, and so she goes to places and people are like, oh, this girl, she's, she's, she already sees herself, um, you know, so high, regards herself so high. And then they try to bully her, you know, they try to do all that they can to lessen her spirit. You know, but then she's able to stand strong, and so there are many challenges. We we are bullied, and we are ridiculed. We people just try to dim our spirits, and you know many things. I can't really necessarily um, think of one now because fortunately the environments I found myself in have been um, accommodating, and so they've helped me actually thrive and um, go into who I am now and who I want to be, and so. I can't speak much about that, but then, um, yeah. Wow, that is very, very much interesting. So, I'll check this in. So, I have friends who are ladies, obviously, and they carry weapons around. If I say weapons, I mean pepper spray and all of those things. With mm. the intent, someone, you know, approaches them to make fun of their body and those things. They're going to... Mm-hmm. And I sometimes ask myself, you know, I'm really safe if you have this prejudice in me that as I'm stepping out today, I know someone is definitely going to make fun of my body. So I have this instinct. If you bring yourself, I'm going to pull up on you with this. Like, how safe is that with a woman walking about with such prejudice of the opposite gender? All I'll say is that regardless of all men do, they should still fight for their rights. They should still fight for what they believe in and what they want. And they should not let any male power or male dominance, you know, pull them down. If if by carrying the pepper sprays, what is going to get them into the room they want to get into, then they should do it. Wow. We, we, are, not, we are not going to we are not going to stop. We are not going to stop because someone <laughs> wants to pull us down. No. We are reaching our fullest potential and we are becoming who we are. Wow. Sounds very so. I'm going to put you on a spot right now. <laughs> so, mention five women that you really look up to. Ooh, in no my, no, my number five. one, my number one will be Michelle Obama. Gosh, I love Ooh. that woman so much. 
and wow. my number two will be Maya Angelou. I love how she carries, how she uses words to express and um, empower and uplift women. I love that. Number three will be Oprah. Um, yes. Number four would be um, my mom. Number wow. Four, so all of this is no in, in no particular order, right? Let me know. Let me say it this way: in no particular order. Let me just mention the five names. So please, no number. So my mom, my mom, my mom, <laughs> Michelle Obama, Oprah, Maya Angelou, and then I also look up to the Queen, the Queen of England. Wow. Did you mention any Ghanaian? How about that? I'm the Ghanaian. My mom is Ghanaian. Say no. Say no. Say no. So my next spot on question would be, what is the highest height you may wish to ever see a woman at? What is the highest height you, you are yearning to see a woman at right now? Wow. Wow. Well, well, women have actually talked. So we have a queen, a, a woman who is a queen of, a, of an entire kingdom, you know, and not just the kingdom and other commonwealth nations. And so we've, 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 we've gone far, you know. We've, we've had a lady being more, even more um, 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 prominent than her husband, who was even the president of the country, you know. Um, so um, I think we've, we've gone far. But I think one, one thing I really want to see is a woman as the UN General Secretary, and also a woman as the, is it Dalia Lama or something? The Dalia Lama. Uh, call him His Holiness, the, the Dalia Lama, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. a female A female being chosen for that position, and I also wow. hope to see a female becoming the UN General Secretary. Wow. So as you spoke about religion, let me do this quick touch on so do you think women are being of less use in the religious space? How effective are women in the religious space? Regardless, let's not limit ourselves to one religion, but looking at the religious space right now, how effective is womanhood? You know, as, as we realize our abilities, as we realize our potentials, I believe no matter the position we find ourselves in, we can work effectively. And I've seen some great female leaders. There's this pastor, um, you know, Christian pastor called, um, um, she's called Kane something. Pastor Christine Kane, that's it. Um, Christine Kane, one powerful female pastor. She's Australian. Um, we also, we've also had Catherine Coleman. I don't know much about the Islamic and then the traditional religion, but then we've had great um, female pastors. We have Joyce Meyer, and they've all been excellent. You can bear witness to that. They've all, they've, they are all doing great. They are all carrying the message of God well, and they are not allowing they being a woman or they are, they are, they are not limited by the fact that they are mothers or they, uh, they, are, they are married, you know, or any of that stuff. They are still doing a phenomenal job. Wow, very much. Man, I'm really excited for this interview, man. So I'm going to give you a platform to speak out to all the ladies listening to you right now. To whatever thing you may want to tell them. I wouldn't want to bosk you, but whatever thing you want to say to the ladies out there, you have the platform. Yeah. All I'll say is that guard your space. Make sure that you are at peace and just fight and strive for what you want. Don't let any male dominance or 
even a female status to limit you. You can do more and to reach for more. Wow. Thank you very much, Michaela. I really enjoyed this. I hope you did as well. And to our listeners, I hope you really enjoyed this conversation as well on women empowerment. We're looking forward to having you on the podcast once again, if not even for this season, obviously, as and when this issue or issues at which you are very good at comes up. We are hoping to have you on as well again. I want to do something for us. Can you promise our listeners that as and when we call you, you are definitely going to be on? Oh, definitely. I'll be back. All right. So this is not my word. This is her word. She says definitely. She used the language definitely. So definitely as and when there is an episode that we really want you to talk about, we're going to invite you. Thank you very much, Michaela Teti. You're still listening to this and that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening to this very episode. I believe you really had fun and you were entertained listening. My request is just one. Can you share with your people? You can post it on your social media handles and tag me so I will post it. Thank you very much. You're listening to this and that.